This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action, and now... The price of gas is killing me I wish I owned stock in an oil company Cause I want to go on a vacation Somewhere half across the nation With my family But the signs keep changing every day as stations everywhere are making me prepay While billionaires deep down in Texas Laugh as they drive in a Lexus park Sweet gas savings today. I'll see if I can say that again. Well, sweet gas savings <laughs> today on the Christian Car Guy Show. So, you know, I'm sure you, you heard that at the very beginning of my intro there. You know, there was an old song by Jan and Arnie, I Need Some Gas Money. I've actually used that song, you know, almost since I began to do the show, Bob. So it's good to have Bob with me in the studio. I also have Scott. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Great to be here. Yeah. So, again, Jan and Arnie with I Need Some Gas Money. Then a very classic Neil Diamond song. I, I don't know if you've ever heard it. You're so sweet. Horse flies keep hanging around your face. Do you remember that one, Bob? <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I, uh, I can't not. say that I remember that one. Well, you know, the idea of sweet gas savings is, is the idea, but, um, you know, that happened to be one of my favorite songs from back in the day because I thought that, you know, Neil Diamond really pulled it off. Front teeth missing, that's fine for kissing. <laughs> you don't remember? I'm going to have to look that one you're up. more loyal than my dog, Sam, and... Twice as pretty. I anyway, the, I remember the sweet Caroline, but I don't remember the. Uh, yeah, that's pretty sweet when the horse flies keep hanging around your face. So anyway, uh, and then the price of gas is killing me. I actually got that about uh, ten years ago uh, during another gas shortage. But so all those songs kind of give us this idea that um, we need some sweet gas savings, and you'll understand where I'm going with all that here shortly. But today is, uh, you know, the second Saturday of the month, so the Jesus Labor Love is involved. We've got, we have Scott Barton with us, our, our chief volunteer with the Jesus Labor Love. Scott, welcome. Good morning. And, right, with the price of gas going on, it you know, it, our single moms and widows have got more pressure on them than ever, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, like all ministries, I'm sure, that are out there that do this kind of thing, you know, we, we find more and more people are hurting more and more. And in fact, you know, I heard a story the other day that kind of broke my heart about um, 
a pastor friend of mine had pulled up next to a guy who was literally weeping because he, you know, he just, he, he was paying more for the gas than he really could afford to do. And, and it was just, you know, that's how hard it is, yeah. you know, for this kind of thing. So today's show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Het. And the Hebrew letter Het is the eighth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which means it's the miraculous letter because the number eight is connected to miraculous in Hebrew. And so we could use a miracle, I'm sure. And you might even know, it's really a beautiful letter. And it begins the word that usually is translated loving kindness. Sometimes it's translated mercy. So in the hundred, I'm excuse me, in the 23rd Psalm, when King David says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Which, by the way, that, that I, word for follow, I don't know if you knew this, Scott, but that's dogged. Because, you know, it was the idea of a shepherd dog. That <laughs> no, did not. So the idea of this shepherd dog, you know, dogging you with mercy all the rest of your life. Well, that word mercy is hesed. It begins with the letter het. And, of course, we're going to see all about that through today's show. And as you might guess, I have, I've, I've really tried to isolate my five, like, the ones I really feel like God put on my heart to share gas-saving tips that I'm going to share with you today. The ones that I think, if you could do these five, that it really would be miraculous because even if you can afford the gas easily, the situation is, and you know this, Bob, that, that the gas that we use today has no shelf life. So the oil companies cannot sit on it. So if, if, the, if the volume, in other words, if supply begins to go up, the prices will drop like a brick. The reason they will is they have to get rid of that gas. It can't sit in a tank for very long. It goes bad because of the ethanol that's in it. It is definitely a, a weaker product than, than the non-ethanol, that's for sure. Yeah, and so here's the story. As, as those, if, if you watch, you know, where gas inventories go up the price drops like a brick and always does because it has no shelf life they have to they literally have to get rid of it or it goes bad and so by you saving gas you're taking pressure off everybody because that means that the supply will go up and as the supply goes up because we're in a free economy guess what the price goes down and then we we get to an extent our miracle and that everybody does their part it's really an interesting thing. So, but mercy, we, we definitely is connected with the letter Hesed to our Jesus labor love. And we were always so thrilled. We really are for all the people that pray for this ministry and, and certainly for our volunteers and those people who give to the ministry because, you know, wow. I mean, every single week we're, we're giving out money, aren't we? Aren't we, Yeah, <laughs> Scott? We sure are. And so as the steward of that money, right, it's, 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 it's hard when you know how, how bad the needs are, and you always want to help more than we really can, right? Yeah, it's heart-wrenching. It is. So, again, the Jesus Labor Loves can always be found at christiancarguy.com. So, in today's gas-thirsty world, you know, we can learn something for some really thirsty Israelites, right? They were really thirsty in the desert. If you might remember, right after they had all the water that they wanted, and it's kind of like us, we had all the gas we wanted, you know, a year ago. <laughs> at, a, at a lot lesser price. Amen. In fact, the Egyptians were drowned in it. I mean, that's how much water they had, and very shortly they found themselves in an area called Mara. 
And, and I don't know if you know this, but it's really cool to me that the idea of Mara is the word bitter, and it is the root of the word Miriam, which is Mary's name. Okay, and all the people you ever knew Mary, it, it, that's the idea of Mara. And you'll see why as we go through this thirsty exp- explanation here. <laughs> so the people who were in Mara, they got really, really thirsty, right? Because they were, you know, the waters were bitter there. And so they grumbled at Moses. And what did Moses do? He didn't grumble back. And so you might be grumbling about gas prices right now. I'm just going to tell you, wrong answer. You're being tested. And the idea here is don't grumble, okay? (laughs) It's hard to be cheerful at these pumps. I understand. I understand. But what happened was, right, and if we look in Genesis 25, I mean, excuse, Genesis 15, 25, and 20, excuse me, it's Exodus 15, 25, and 26. Very important to note that. So here are the two key verses in Genesis. I mean, Exodus. Exodus. I'll get it right eventually, Bob. So Moses cried unto the Lord, and he showed him a tree, which when he cast it into the waters, that's the miracle, by the way, the tree in the water, right? The waters were made sweet by throwing a tree in the water. Was it a sweet gum? (laughs) (laughs) And there he made a statute and an ordinance, and he proved them, right? He was testing them. And the test would be, would they grumble or would they cry out without, look, I'm really, really thirsty here, God, I'm really, really thirsty. And he said, if you will hearken to my voice, that's the statute, by the way, if you will hearken to my voice, if you listen to God and do what is right in my sight, I will give ear to and give ear to the commandments and keep the statutes. I'll put none of these diseases on you that I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. So you might have been familiar or heard the idea of that one of God's name is Jehovah Rapha. Well, this is it, the God that healeth thee. And why does it come? It comes if you cry out and then you listen and then you do What's right, right? Like saving on gas right now is just plain right. Whether you have all the money to buy it or you don't have money to buy it, it's the right thing to do, right? It's, it's the right thing to do to, you know, find ways to help other people that are in whatever situation. Or if you're in a situation, the right thing to do is to cry out and do what God tells you to do. It's pretty simple. It's not hard. But it really helps if you have a tree to throw in your tank, <laughs> I'm just saying. Because that tree that made the water sweet, that's Jesus, right? And he is the Lord that healeth thee. And so when you're really, really, really thirsty, right, you need the sweet gum, as as my friend Bob pointed out. So we got these five gas-saving tips coming your way, and we would love your story of when you cried out and you needed to listen and you needed to do what was right. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We'll be right back. Would love your call. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. I need some gas money. I need some gas money. Front teeth missing. Got your front teeth missing. That's fine for kissing. Oh, feel so good. You're more loyal than my dog Sam. Twice as pretty, and that's going some. You're so sweet. 
Sweet gas savings today on the Christian Car Guys show. <laughs> so, you know, where was you, were you so thirsty in your life that you cried out like the Israelites did? Well, they actually, Moses, the one that cried, they've grumbled. But as, as he cried, God said, throw that tree in the water. It's always a fascinating story to me, Mom. You know, and I, I've never thought about it being a sweet gum. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a maple, you never know. But um, it's um, you can always count on him to do what it takes. <laughs> he did. And so when did that work out in your life? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We have Trey is in Winston-Salem. Trey, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, good, Bob. Good. So what I you got, got for us? Coming. Yeah, sometimes uh, our, well, we've got all sorts of interesting things going on in our studio today that we're we're still we're still in the middle of changing all this equipment, and sometimes we get surprises like our phone system is just not even there that we usually use. But hey, you're here, so yeah, we're here. Hey, man. Hey, but no, I was going to tell you, Robbie, you know, I'm going through some challenging times with ministry and stuff, you know, and different things. And I thought, you know, today I know the world's in a mess because our churches are in a mess. If you want to know the truth, though, the people in the pews just, they ain't got, they, they still got this carnality going on. And I think if a lot of people were really surrendered over to the spiritual things, I believe our world would be in better shape, to be honest with you. But that's not the purpose for my call is to be preaching. I wanted to tell you, um, to, um, I was going to a revival meeting last night, and I was going up through uh, Bethania, and I came up through there. I'll tell you what, the rain started coming down yesterday, and I thought, oh, man. And we came up, and as we got up, going up to 67, it cleared up, and I saw one of the beautiful skies coming over there, and then, uh, we rode on out and uh, got across the Yakin River, and I'm going to tell you, when we did, it came back. I turned around, look, we saw one of the beautiful rainbows I've ever seen in a long time. Thick, just real thick, real colorful. And uh, most people say, well, a rainbow, but the rainbow symbolizes that, the, uh, you know, we're not going to be flooded again. That's what the rainbow means. I know they got other... Uh, Oh, it's it's absolutely beautiful. You know what's funny, Trey, is I saw that same, you know, I live in Rockingham County, and I think I saw that same rainbow. Like, it was spectacular last night. Oh, it was awesome. It, yeah, but you know, Robbie, what God really spoke to me on, I saw that rainbow, and they say, well, God speaks, yeah, he speaks. The Holy Spirit's still, still alive, you know, it ain't dying. Uh, but uh, I got one, uh, God said, you know what? This storm is soon going to pass, and and, and, and and the blessings are going to be coming out. And all this stuff, you talking about the gas price and all that stuff, i something. The storm is here, but I'm going to tell you something. The blessings are soon coming. It's how we handle things, you know? Oh, and God know. showed me that, you know, and then we got to the meeting last night, and then the preacher gave me confirmation through the Word. It's the same thing that I, I was telling a friend of mine that wrote it out there when I told her, I said, I'll tell you what. I said, that's the same thing that we were talking about. I said, he preached. I said, that's confirmation. I said, I'm going to tell you. I said, God knows what he's doing. You know, we get on that God page and really just stand true to him. He, he'll, he'll work out these little small details. That's you beautiful. Know? Absolutely. So, and what's so, cool about that is 
The letter that, that, that we use today for today's show is the het, and, and the het is, is like the miracle verse, but one of the things about the letter het, it has, has everything to do with light. In fact, it looks like a gateway. It looks like a little narrow gateway that you might go through on the way to meet Jesus, and the light comes in and out of that. And so, you know, the beautiful thing about a rainbow is it is reflect, reflect, reflected, re, reflected light, right? <laughs> well, you know, Robbie, I was also wanting to thank you for these Hebrew translations because I'm going to tell you, you know, it's good to know these things. You know, I don't, I don't study the Hebrew as much as I should. Well, and, here's uh, the other Since I got you there, Trey, let me just tell you this really, really cool thing. I just feel like I've been sitting on a candy store here to tell everybody that the idea of Jehovah Rapha, right? You hear that? That um, the, the God that healeth thee, um, that what 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 he says throughout this passage is if you'll keep my statutes. It says right there that he gave him a statute, and that idea of a statute is a hookum, and it starts with the letter het, and it has everything to do with actually our union with God, and, and so. Amen. One of the statutes yeah. really is taking communion. I mean, if you want to know what a statute looks like, I mean, that's kind of what it is. And so yeah. at the yeah. end of Jehovah Rapha, if you look at the last is the Aleph, right? The last letter in the, in the word Rapha is the A, like you hear Aleph, which means like Father Abraham, okay? But the miracle verse in the 119th Psalm, which is the eighth verse, of the Aleph letter says, I will keep your statutes, oh, forsake me not utterly, okay? So do you see that at the end of the idea of the Lord that healeth thee is that we're gonna keep his statutes, right? And, and that has everything to do with being faithful to the one that literally did save us and the one that, by the way, made that water sweet for them in the desert. And he will make this water sweet just like he, he, he made that rainbow for, for us yesterday, Trey. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you calling in. Yes, sir. Robbie, I'm going to tell you, the healing hand of God has not changed. I'm going to tell you, we've seen miracle after miracle in our church because we're trusting God. We believe in God. It's different than talking about God and different than believing that believers. That's so true. You know, and when you believe in God, I'm going to tell you something, it makes a world of difference. I agree. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate your call so much. God bless. Amen. God bless, Robbie. Have a good one. All right. So I'm going to get to some of these gas-saving tips. And I got my, due to our technical difficulties, neither Bob nor Scott could hear the caller, so that really makes things hard. That's r it's really different. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, we're kind of lost over here, but uh, uh it sounded like it could have been a really good cop. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I could see the rainbow. All right, so here's your first gas saving tip. Cry out with your whole heart with Thanksgiving. And the, one of the questions you can ask is, do I even need to make this trip, right? Or could I use somebody else's car or should I get a ride, right? As we be praying before we, you know, we're being good stewards of everything we do. Let's do what's right. We'll be right back with more sweet gas saving tips. <laughs> saving you're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. The price of gas is killing me. I wish I owned stock in an oil company. Cause I want to go on a vacation somewhere half across the nation with my family. 
The signs keep changing every day As stations everywhere are making me prepay Sweet gas savings today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Sweet gas savings. And so like the Israelites got thirsty in the desert, you know, clearly we are thirsty, thirsty, um, right, just for a miracle. I, I love what Scott, I mean, what um, Trey was talking about a few minutes ago, that that's just, right, we all could use that. It, in the Jesus labor love, as Scott, you know, is dealing with these folks every day and we could... We could do some, but I better get a better get to a second gas tip. So I number one was pray, cry with your whole heart, and do you even really need to take your car? In other words, could you ride with somebody else, or is this something you could get the job done by making a phone call? All those kind of things. Number two, one of my personal favorites, and I will always talk about: give yourself some margin. Right. In fact, if you listen to John Eldridge's ministry, one of the things he said that that Jesus really put on his heart for this year was everybody needs to protect their margin. Right. That don't try to put more in a day than you can do. Give yourself plenty of time to make that trip. If you leave earlier, you don't step on the gas as much. And oh my goodness, what you what when you're when you're rushing around in traffic, or you even made traffic because you got going late, it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and margin in our life is the, is that is makes all the difference when whether or not Absolutely. you feeling pressure in your own head. Yeah, uh, I used to run around so stressed out. You know, every every minute of every day was a rush. You know, from one place to the next, and then always thinking that I needed to be back at the yard and and just rush, rush, rush. The pressure was astronomical, and uh, um, but uh, having a little margin in life is is healthier and, and you'll you'll if you oh, plan yeah. accordingly yeah. you'll be much happier that's for sure so you know margin 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 is 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 something that you got to protect like am i involved in more things than i need to be involved in because oh, yeah. am, am you know that just requires tons of prayer god because Absolutely. this goes back to that idea of hukum that idea of statutes like I'm supposed to listen to God? Is this something I really do need to be involved in? Am I taking time away from my family? Am I taking time away from you? You know, am I taking time that I should be rushing around, you know, trying to do all these things that really um, not necessarily on his list for me? <laughs> whatever whatever that might be. It's just like really, really, really an issue that is in everybody's lives in, in all sorts of different levels. So, this idea, if you if you read the 119th Psalm, um, which I can't recommend high enough, you'll note how many times the psalmist cries out. He, he doesn't say he wants to understand statutes. He cries out, teach me your statutes. Yes. Teach me your statutes. Teach me your statutes yep. throughout. And, 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 and interestingly, when you get down to the end, he says, I'm going to, my lips will cry out when, when you teach me your statutes, when praise, right? And, and the idea of those statutes is the idea of your literal union with God. It's amazing. Our Sunday school class is studying the 119th Psalm right now. Really? Yeah. For the past three weeks. It's deep. Well, you'll be on it for months. <laughs> One of the questions, if you study it, is like, what does God mean? What does the psalmist mean 
when, when he says statutes. What does he mean by precepts? What does he mean by, in other words, you got all these words that are repeated time and time and time again. Well, one of the key ones is this idea of statutes. And, and to understand that it's the eighth letter, and, you, and you, when you go through and you look at all the verses on the letter het, and the eighth letter is, is that het, and the word statute begins with this idea of loving kindness. Well, what was the one commandment Jesus gave us? Right? Love one another. I mean, since this commandment I leave with you, well, obviously love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength. That has to do with Hesed. But then love one another. So when you, when you see that idea of, of this is just like spectacularly connected to Jehovah Rapha. Because again, if you'll keep my statutes, you see, then, and, and listen to me and, and do what is right, then, you know, I'm going to be the Lord that healeth thee. And, and so the picture just comes out that here comes the miracle. And just like the, the tree got thrown in the water and all of a sudden nobody was thirsty. But remember, it started out bitter, as did Mary's life, right? Absolutely. Like, can you imagine seeing Jesus on the cross and he's your son and they just, you know, cast lots for the clothing that you wove for him that he wore? Can you even have any? I mean, I can't. I I can't imagine the bitterness of what Mary experienced compared to as she cried out, oh, my goodness. Can you imagine what it was like for Mary on Resurrection Day? Like, son. (laughs) Like, oh, wow. I mean, there's there's the miracle. And things are just not as they appear. Never. They, they just aren't. And so we see, you know, this whole gas thing going crazy, and we see all sorts of things going crazy. But if we'll cry out to God, like, you know, just think rather than grumble. <laughs> you know, there's our opportunity. So when did you do that? I would love your call. We got Nancy is in Washington. I look forward to hearing from Nancy. Nancy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Nancy. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for for, um, covering this topic. Nancy, we lost you. Can can you try it? Can you hear me? Oh, I was looking forward to hearing from Nancy. All right. Well, why don't we try... We'll put Nancy on hold. We're having a little trouble with our phone system, that's for sure. And um, if she'll call back at 866-348-7884, that would be wonderful. 866-34-TRUTH. Um, and as soon as you can get Nancy back on, um, you let us know, Carmen. So and away we go. So meanwhile, um, Scott. You've, you've had a lot of interaction with this family promise in Davie County. So can you kind of tell us how that works? Yeah. Um, what it does is it helps these young ladies get structure in their lives. Uh, it coordinates through their church. Um, they have to go through some counseling. Um, they're required to get a job and make some progress. And they actually help them get a place to live and get in the right direction. And um, the reason I'm a little bit familiar with them is because they refer the girls to us. 
And so we're able to help them. So it's, from what I've heard, it's a very, very good biblically-based program. It, it's wonderful. I've had him on Kingdom Pursuit several times, and, and now and I realized who you're talking about. It is spectacular, and what an honor, really, when other Christian organizations like that refer folks to us, you know, that we can pray with them, supply some needs, as the case may be. Again, we're talking about the Jesus Labor Love, which is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And what you may not know, but Bob and I know, is that Bob's wife, Lori you know, handles all those incoming bills and money and all that stuff. And so, you know, Bob's been an integral part of this in so many different ways for so long, but you have a chance to see the blessing because you guys get the letters that come in and the, and the stuff that, that blows our mind. It's pretty amazing. When you first started talking about it years ago, I was, I was kind of perplexed. I was like, wow, this is pretty large. And, uh, and but God had laid it on your heart, and uh, you had shared it with us, and um, it was just a really great thing to be a part of, and uh, it's been a blessing in our life, and it's it just feels really good to be able to help with something that that you came up with, and that had uh, been some so so dear to your heart for so long. God, God came up. I assure you, it was God's idea, and it was one of those things. I actually had cried out to Him on my way back from NRB, like God, what? I think we're supposed to do more with this ministry than just be on the radio and talk about cars. And and He put it on my heart to do this very thing. And at first, I really didn't think it would work. <laughs> like really, I, I kind of had a doubt or two, but but just what's what's been accomplished and, and the numbers of people that you've been able to or we've been able to help or God's been able to help exactly. through us uh has been it's been a real blessing it, it just it really is one of the things I lay my head on a pillow at night and go man God it's just unbelievable the way you take care of even providing Scott because you know I was one of those people I was losing margin but without Scott you know, it's been a but blessing as Scott came on, I got I got a lot of margin. So we do have Nancy back, and I would love to take your call. And, and we got Anna, and so we got all sorts of neat folks. And hopefully, we get our phone system to work. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We'll be right back with more sweet gas saving tips. Number three: slow down and keep your momentum going. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. I need some gas money. I need some gas money. Front teeth missing. (laughs) Got your front teeth missing. That's fine for kissing. Oh, feel so good. You're more loyal than my dog Sam. Twice as pretty. And that's going some. You're so sweet. Horse flies keep hanging around your Sweet gas savings today on the Christian Car Guy Show. I'm glad that you guys in the studio finally got to hear Neil Diamond do that. I I can't tell you how many times I've enjoyed the whole thought of that song. Meanwhile, we've got some sweet gas savings to go over real quick. We got Nancy back. We're gonna get to her in a second, but number one, number four that we have not talked yet. Reduce unneeded weight in your car. Ooh, junk in the trunk. Nobody has any understanding what the manufacturers go through to take two pounds out of a car. I mean, they know the effect of moving all that weight. It's like, just think about on the bicycle. Go ahead and add another 40 pounds and go try to pedal. It's the idea that, 
and the airlines use this concept. You, you know, airlines will never fill up their tanks with gas because they know carrying an extra 40 gallons, because every gallon of gas is seven pounds. Mm. And so if you fill up your tank and it takes 17 gallons, you got probably 10 of those gallons you don't need to be carrying around, you see? And so this is actually an extreme gas saver for those of us who really really want to go all out. I mean, you put five gallons in at a time and you want to go. In fact, I used to show people the ultimate way to get the best gas mileage is put one gallon of gas in and see how far you go. <laughs> I mean, it, because you've got the least amount of weight that you could have in the car, right? And it seems crazy, but you ought to try it and see what, what it happens. So number five, so I'll get all five in and then we'll take these calls Use your AC sparingly, okay? And you might remember Robbie's old, I've said this for years, when in town, keep them down. Over 50, it's not thrifty. <laughs> in other words, when you're in town and you're not going you know, very fast, keeping the windows down and run, not running the air conditioner is, is a great way to save yep. gas. But over 50, the aerodynamics of the car, almost 80% of the horsepower is pushing air. And I'm so glad you, need you to followed up on that because I was... Yeah, over 50, it's not thrifty, Bob. Okay. But when in town, keep them down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we get to Nancy. I'm so excited to hear Nancy. So, Nancy, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. And thank you for, for all these tips about gas. They're wonderful. And, and it, we are involved in... The most serious, I think, in my lifetime anyway, war against God, war against his um, precepts and principles being used in, not just in our society, but in the world. I mean, it's every way the enemy can seem to think of, you know, a way to come against him through um, oppression of us, in a sense. Um, he's just pulling out all the stops right now. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. There are things that have been released on the earth, in my opinion, like we have we have certainly not faced in my lifetime, for sure. Yes, yes, and and one of the the major problems is is his bride, and you know when you were talking about um, the Jesus labor labor of love, it, the church has just become so insular. I think is the word. It, we enjoy coming together and praising God. And working sometimes within the body, but not doing a real good job of working outside the body. And so one of the things I see in everything that's going on is that God is saying, excuse me, excuse me, are you about my business? <laughs> right. And, you know, so even like one of your um, tips on gas was, can you ride share? And I've been thinking about this for a long time because I do a lot of traveling for um the job that I do, and, and I've just been wondering, and, and with, uh, particularly in this area, with the mass transit just in shambles, um, we, we, this is possibly forcing us to get connected with our neighbors. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, right. You nailed you know, it. When, yeah, when, do you, yeah. when, when do you go to the store? Can I go with you? Um, but, it, so it's not just about gas, but that's, one thing that may be helping us to think about, oh, maybe I need to be connected to, 
to people and, you know, wow. helping out. And that anyway, absolutely um, great thought. And the other thing I was wondering about, oh, and you talked about throwing the, the branch into the, the water. I, that happens to me so frequently during every day. I am just so incompetent to live in this society. I mean, I was dragged kicking and screaming into the 21st century. It's like, no, I will not do this. I don't want to do this. I mean, I'm stuck like in the 70s, I think, as far as the culture goes. It just moves so fast. And I mean, every single, almost every single moment of every day, God is just, here, here you go, here you go, here you go. I can help you do this. Um, I guess... You know, I, guess, I, I love uh, that verse in the 119th Psalm. It says, I'm a stranger on the earth. Hide not your commandments <laughs> from me. And it's like, I need a map, God. I don't fit in around yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. uh, you're explaining I'm the right way so many you. people feel. And clearly the psalmist did, right? Because, yeah. you know, it's like, what do they think? How, how do they do that? It's, it's like, what? But, yeah, I'm with you, Nancy. That's that's some great stuff. Boy, I'm so, I knew I was, I was so excited you called. I've got another caller um, to get to. If you got anything can else, I, can I ask? Yeah, yeah one please. more question. The the first verse of of Hess, um, it says, "You are my portion," and I've always, you know, because portion is like piece or part, but it's almost like, uh, yeah, again, God is the part that's there all the time. Is that you Just could not be more right? You could not be more right. That is the idea of Hesed itself. Okay is that he is in us, right? He, that, okay. that part of God is literally in you, and that connection to him is where the light comes from. And, and that's, that's a beautiful, beautiful uh, verse. And what it says then is, I will keep your words. Yes, and oh, I just struggle with that so much. I am such a rebel. <laughs> well, to keep um, them, to keep them uh, maybe this will help you. In Hebrew, to keep is is more to treasure than anything. Like this and is see, really, really, and I can tell Nancy, you treasure the Word of God. I can tell that oh. in everything that you say. So I, I have no oh, doubt like that you you're that keeping His words in in the in in that sense of treasuring them. Um, it's oh, it's a okay. beautiful thing. But thank you. Okay. And let's see, we've thank got you so much uh, God bless you for your call, Nancy. And we've got Anne is in North Carolina. Anne, if you got something for us on rainbows, we lost Anne. And, well, that's okay. We've had some phone stuff. (laughs) So, again, we we thank you for your help with the Jesus Labor Love, the continual prayers. But, again, all these these resources at ChristianCarGuy.com. You know, all my stuff on the 119th Psalm, if you like that stuff, I do a podcast on it every day. And actually, I can tell you just based on what God showed me this morning, this you'll be the first person to hear this, that you know, I've been doing the 119th Psalm for over 200 episodes of my podcast. I am switching to the song. I feel this morning God has laid it on my heart to memorize the Song of Solomon. And so I will be on that adventure coming up very shortly. And that that'll be where I'm going because the Song of Solomon, as you may know, has eight chapters. Why do you think that might be? Mm. <laughs> you know, there's just that's the number the eighth letter of the alphabet happens to be Hesed. It happens to be our marriage, right? It's a, it's an amazing thing. So I'm excited about this adventure and how that shows us, right? 
Um, the Jesus Labor Love, again, at ChristianCarGuy.com's Car Repair Labor for Single Moms, Widows, and Families in Crisis. Let's see. Scott, you got a final word for us? How about Bob? Slow down and enjoy them margins. <laughs> There was a lot of lessons in the show for me today, and uh, being a little technical difficulty for a while there seemed to help me out. Well, thank you, Bob. It's always a joy to have my good, good friends here with me, and especially you listening, who are my good, good friends. Thanks for listening. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.